It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hey, everybody. So today's episode is going to be on does your health affect me or does my health affect you? So uh, what's being tossed around a lot on social media is the idea that people wearing masks uh, or not wearing masks are selfish and and again this is like the mainstream view so not everyone views it this way certainly i don't view it this way but from their perspective on a surface level argument uh they see people not having masks as um uh you know detrimental to society and this argument is used a lot uh for varying uh degrees or varying topics so similar uh to um you know, if people, if people have, uh, don't take vaccines. So for example, that's another big one. I was kind of tiptoeing around it. I was trying to come up with a different topic, but if people don't take vaccines, they see that, uh, or, or the, the typical mainstream argument is that it's going to be detrimental for society and that it's going to bring back old diseases. Um, so uh, I want you to take a step back from these arguments and let's with an open mind, Let's really see uh, how our health affects each other. And let's also keep in mind that it's a pharmaceutical for vaccine. Let's maybe go back to the vaccine for a second since I brought it up. Um, so if the vaccine works, then how would it affect? Uh, so like if someone doesn't have a vaccine and, and you do, then how would their uh, disease, if the, if the vaccine worked, how would their disease pass on to the person who's vaccinated? Uh, so that's kind of where the argument falls apart, um, is, where, is where, um, where everyone needs to get this product. And if they don't, everyone will have an issue. So it, it, it starts to be, okay, but what about the product? I thought the pro product was protecting people who take the product. So I'm going to just See how I, if I just take the word out that, that gets people emotionally, um, emotionally, I don't, I'll say it anyway. Uh, it's hard not to use these buzzwords, but that doesn't get emotional, uh, people emotionally triggered. If I take those triggering words out, then it becomes a different argument, doesn't it? So if I say this product, everyone needs to take it. If they don't take it, um, if there's some people, so if 5% of people don't take it, then everyone's going to get hurt. Doesn't that just sound like more like marketing than it does? And that's my dog, I apologize. Um, doesn't that sound more like marketing than, than anything? It doesn't sound like a real solution, by the way. If, if you have to do 100% of something for it, for it to work, it's not really much of a solution. So uh, you know, that, that goes to anything, the 80-20 rule, it goes to um, just fundamentally herd immunity uh, I believe 40 to 60% is uh, the range for herd immunity where, where these new viruses, for example, these new viruses, when, uh, when a society gets exposed to it, if 40 to 60% of people get exposed to it, the virus is less deadly and has less of an effect, less uh, contagious, all these things because enough people, um, uh, hopefully the, the healthy people, enough people have fought 
the, the new invader and uh, have come out on top and they're fine. So that's the whole idea for herd immunity. It is not something that, that uh, the pharmaceutical market has hijacked. They have, they have hijacked the idea of herd immunity uh, by saying that you can only achieve it with our product. So just keep that in mind. Doesn't that sound like a load of crap? So I'll, I'll, I'll say that uh, for another, save that for another episode. All right. So does, do, do our health affect each other? Does your health affect me? Does my health affect you? So um, a short answer, yes, it does. But, um, but let's look at how the real, the real issues that we have, let's look at those first. So chronic disease uh, in the book Food Fix uh, by Dr. Mark Hyman, he's a functional medicine and a mainstream medicine doctor uh, over in the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, he has a podcast called The Doctor's Pharmacy, Pharmacy with an F. Um, so very knowledgeable guy. Obviously, he's been in medicine for a very long time. Uh, just, you know, has, he has his perspective. And he uh, was trying to really make a good argument for reducing chronic disease and making it a priority to reduce uh, the, the amount of contributing factors to chronic disease. So one of the biggest contributing factors is your food. So over the course of your lifetime, how many tons of food do you think you eat? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I, I don't remember the statistic off the top of my head, by, but it is tons. So I think tons are enough. And it was like a good range. It was something like 15 tons to uh, you know, 25 tons or something like that. It was a ridiculous amount um, to, to really think about it. But if, I mean, if you eat one, if you eat about three pounds of food a day uh, and you times that by 365 days, because a lot of people don't really fast, and then you times that by you know, um, 70, 80 years, something like that, then yeah, I guess you would have some tons. So um, just keep that, keep that in mind, that much food. And to think that that much food does not affect your health is, um, is it's, you know, it's basically because of marketing. It's because of your health classes. It's because of, um, honestly, like this over, overthinking uh, it. <laughs> There's like, they're, all, they're almost overthinking it to the point so that they skip over some very important fundamental factors on health. And of course, as an integrative health practitioner, uh, I look at the foundation of health and address that first. So I look at the root level. And um, so yeah, so, so financially, the country that you are in, the more chronic disease, the more taxpayer money, the more money in general is gonna have to be spent on that. Now, uh, more of the people's money are going to be spent on chronic disease, uh, nursing homes, for example, pharmaceuticals. Um, it's, it's estimated uh, in, in the book, it's estimated something like $7 trillion uh, plus dollars just on chronic disease. So that's a ridiculous amount. It's probably more. I don't have the book in front of me, but either way, the number is really not that important. What's important is that it's a ridiculous, it's a ridiculous amount of money. So, um, and I think he, he made that argument because people, don't view their health as important as they do this fictional concept of money. 
So if you put it into a language that people understand, people will understand it better. So you put it into terms of dollars, like that's how important chronic disease is. It's seven trillion dollars worth of <laughs> of, uh, of importance. And um, all right, so and that's over the course of however many years. So he kind of arrived at that. I thought honestly, I thought when he wrote that in the book, he kind of arrived at it at, at that number from from almost almost kind of pushing for that number, to be honest. But I mean, over, was it 30 years? I believe it was something like over a certain amount of years, it will equal $7 trillion. That's still a lot of money because you would never be able to spend $1 trillion in your life if you, if you tried, basically, unless you're trying to buy like a country. Um, then you wouldn't be able to spend that amount of money in 100 years. So, uh, so I think it's still a big number. And the point is still valid and well made. So now let's get into um, what life looks like when when um, when you don't take into you and you don't really take ownership of your your life and your health, and you just go and and put whatever foods, what quote unquote foods, because a lot of these things I don't even consider food. Uh, it, it doesn't qualify in my book, and it shouldn't in yours. Um, okay, so. So what happens when you have that kind of lifestyle for so many years? You end up most likely with a disease or going into a nursing home or you need some type of care. Now, great for the people who have jobs uh, caring for the elderly, but not so great for the elderly. I believe, and I'm completely f uh, fighting against uh, the, the normalcy of growing old and diseased. I don't think that is a natural part of life. Um, it isn't actually, it turns out by science. It's not, I mean, yes, growing old is part of life, but you don't have to have a horrible life at, towards the end. And, um, and that's if you take ownership and if you learn what it takes to be healthy for you, because everybody is different. So we don't have these one size fits all answers when it comes to integrative health coaching like what I do. Uh, and honestly, personalized medicine is, I think is what it's called, um, like a general term for it. But, um, but like something like Mark Hyman, he does personalized, uh, you know, medicine. And, and that's what everyone needs. Everyone needs to understand and learn how to personalize things for, for them. And, um, and so this brings us to the third part of the episode, uh, where, where it starts to, well, all these things actually affect uh, every, everybody because um, financially, we're all paying for it, so tax money. Uh, systematically, uh, so we're, we're forming these large systems to take care of the uh, infirm and diseased. And it's, again, it's not their fault. It's, it wasn't my fault. I was diseased <laughs> at some point and I was trying to be healthy, but I didn't know how to get healthy. So um, that's why you definitely like, subscribe, share, and send this episode to people who, who need to hear this and understand really the concepts of, um, of personalized medicine and, and uh, natural medicine and, and what normal really means. Normal does not mean you are diseased, you are overweight, you are, um, you are just getting, you're just nothing you can do. You're just going into that uh, realm of disease now that's uh, that's called normal so um 
and yeah, so then we bring, let's bring us to this pandemic and how contagious are people that are, um, have that lifestyle. So it's, it's honestly, lifestyle is the biggest factor. And when you have a weakened immune system because of your lifestyle, you are then going to catch a lot more of, of contagious viruses or whatever. And, um, and then you can pass that on to other people. So technically, I mean, and then of course, their immune system needs to fight it. And if their immune system is susceptible, they may not be di like diseased or infirm like the original person, let's call them patient zero. Um, but you know, they still don't have the resources to fight the disease, so for a virus. And they uh, also get contagious and then they pass it on. So technically, the we're only like that phrase, we're only as strong as our weakest link. And I don't wanna even say that, but um, that's basically one of the big reasons why the US was hit so hard. And I don't think there's too many people arguing about it, but what they don't realize is that they are also contributing to, the, um, to that weakest link because most people don't know how to be healthy, whether they realize it or not. I didn't, I had to do a ton of studying and I had uh, and do testing functional medicine testing, uh, personalized things for me, you know, really, really, it, it took some time. Uh, and not only so I can help myself and my family, my clients, but also, you know, other people, so other future clients. And, um, and yeah, so that's, so yes, our health does affect each other. And uh, whether you believe something as superficial as a mask is like the ultimate uh, protection. I mean, I don't think there's too many people saying that, but a lot of people are fooled into the, into the protection of just wearing some flimsy uh, cloth over your face, even bandanas. It doesn't, like there's no actual standard for masks. Um, just wanna make that point real quick uh, before going, I'm not gonna go into a tangent on masks. Just know that there's not any science uh, to support the idea of healthy people being one, quarantined, uh, two, masked. If you are contagious and you are sick and you're able to breathe just fine, um, and you know, then you can wear a mask and you're contagious. Then yes, there's a there's an appropriate use for masks and there's an inappropriate use for masks where it's just scapegoating and it's just leading to more division and uh, and more you know just arguments and, and fear and and all this uh, ne these negative low vibrational um, low vibrational emotions which is another topic, uh, vibrations and all that, which uh, I'm not an expert in, but I'm familiar with it. And, um, and yeah, so there's the high vibrational frequencies and emotions, so these are the positive, that's what people will uh, refer to, and then there are the lower ones, which are negative. So that kind of leads into the, um, the visualization for upward spirals being up, you know? You're like, ah, happy. And uh, downward spirals being down, so. Um, yeah, so you can kind of think of it that way. Lower, vibration, lower vibrations lead into the lower or the downward spiral. And um, anyways, so I hope this has been helpful. I, I uh, think it's a topic that more, I mean, we need to learn how to talk to each other. And I, and I think we need to not get too emotional when someone is maybe even being disrespectful towards us. There's no point in getting emotional uh, over that. They, you know, just keep in mind those 13 beliefs. Go back to the episode of 13 neurolinguistic programming beliefs that help reduce stress. If you view those 
uh, beliefs or presumptions, then that will help you de-stress when people are uh, perhaps raising their voice at you and uh, perhaps writing something a little bit that sounds a little bit disrespectful in the text on your social media. So uh, oh, I, th I believe this is an anniversary. This is the first, this is gonna be a starting point. First time I've ever referenced a, a previous episode to go back to. So I feel like I'm becoming Dr. Cabral, Dr. Stephen Cabral already. Uh, so feel free to pass this along to anyone you feel like you could serve. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, share, uh, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day. Thank you.